BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or Gek Legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. They'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue hopefully doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Gek legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello? Oh man, it's Lyle. How the heck are you doing, my guy? Oh man, I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Ray? Oh, I'm chilling. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so what's up, Lyle? What do we want to talk about? Says that you wanted to call in to talk about uh, working at Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Okay. So I have I have plenty of stories of working there, uh, but I'll start with the grossest one first because I feel like that one will be fun. Um. So, like, I'm I'm pretty small. I'm like five foot four, like short kings unite. By the way, uh, so very tiny. Uh, and when you're small at Chuck E. Cheese, is like you are you're very like usable. So like to get into the sky tubes, there's not many people that can fit up there, right? Like, you you have to be a certain height in order to crawl up there and, like, have space to move and stuff. And so it was typically my job to clean it uh, when the time came, which was terrible. I'll let you know that right away. But this particular day was a day out of hell. Um, so I come in to work, you know, and I'm just kind of hanging out and uh messing around on the games uh just kind of talking to kids and stuff like that like oh that's cool and then uh freaking all of a sudden we because we all wear walkie-talkies for some reason it's like a target or something or another and over the walkie-talkie someone said hey uh we need someone to clean the sky tubes as soon as possible and i i i'm like oh god so i don't answer because i'm just I, i have a feeling i know what it's gonna be so I just keep my mouth shut. I'm like, all right. And then all of a sudden, they just call my name out directly. They're like, hey, Ray, we need you back here real quick. So I uh, I head back into the back. And they're like, hey, so you're not going to like this, but some kid just shit and vomited 
all in the sky tubes. I'm like not just talking like in the like everywhere down the slide. Like the, the, I don't know what this kid ate. But, like besides Chuck E. Cheese pizza, but like it was <laughs> yeah, you were like I don't everywhere. know what this kid ate. You know, but it was your forehead. <laughs> right? Yeah, and it was it was pretty it was pretty bad. Uh, for I don't know. I guess. So I took a few slips, you know, you're trying to wipe stuff down and it's small in there. You don't have a lot of space. So no. I'm consistently just falling in shit and vomit, trying to clean up after this kid that is just having a rampage in there. And yeah, so that you're 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 yeah. cleaning up the shit and piss and vomit while the kid the kid's still in there. Yeah, yeah. He was stuck in there for a bit. Oh, oh dude. Okay, you got to get the kid. That's, that's like... That's like that's like <laughs> trying to dry your shower while the shower is running. Well, see, the thing was, the kid was scared. Like, he was freaking out. So, like, he was like... Because, you know, he's vomiting everywhere, throwing up everywhere. So, you know, he's like, what is my body doing to me? And, like, he just would not leave this specific corner of the sky tube. So he just sat there and he was just like crying. And I was like, all right, come on, buddy. And like his parents are below me trying to coax him out. Like, come on, like, come out. If you come out, we'll get you ice cream, which I thought was a terrible idea. Like after what I've just seen all over the place. And yeah, like <laughs> the, the kids, lose. yeah, <laughs> but this, uh, yeah. So he's freaking out and eventually we get him down and stuff like that. But that's like far after I got thrown up and like just covered in shit. Um, and then, believe it or not, uh, the next day I came in, same thing happened again, except it wasn't nearly as bad. So that, that, that was a pretty, pretty tame experience on that end. All right. I got to ask you but. this. Um, when you're in a sky tube cleaning up shit mm-hmm. and piss and vomit, are, mm-hmm. what are you, what are you thinking? Are you like, I need to get a new job or what's going through your mind? My biggest thing was just trying not to slip it anymore, you know? Like, I'm just, like, out here trying to survive, not ingest this kid's biohazard that's just made its way throughout this entire place. So, like, I'm just just thinking about surviving that moment, but trust me, on my way out, when I was done for the day and I was clocking out, put my walkie-talkie away or whatever, like, no, nah, I was definitely already on, like, it'd be, like, come on, please, God, something else. Uh, but it didn't work out. I actually ended up working there for, like, two or three years until I graduated high school. So, Oh, so this was during high why, school. But... Oh, yeah, this is a while ago. This isn't oh, like yesterday. I okay, wait, how God. old were you? How old were you? <laughs> oh, I was 18, I think. 18 or 17. I don't remember. Oh, okay, well, this was, this was, oh, okay. All right, 17, that's a perfect age for cleaning up shit and piss and diarrhea. I actually, I think the more shit, piss, and diarrhea you're cleaning up at the age of 17, I don't know if I directly believe in karma as some sort of like, like, I don't think that there's any uh, deities externally enforcing it, but I do think that if you spend a lot of time cleaning up diarrhea, piss, and vomit um, at the age of 17... Life can only get better, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, in a way, like, uh, it's funny that you say that because I actually ended up working in a group home later in life because I, I wanted to be like a registered behavioral therapist. And the stuff I saw there was also just 
fucking nuts, man. Like I had had my, oh, okay. I'll give you my favorite insult I've ever been told by one of the kids that were in there. And he was, he turns over and this is going to be a little blunt. Sorry, chat. But like, uh, he said, uh, he said, stop being a cum guzzling cunt and make us dinner. And I, I just looked at this kid and I was just like, what did you just say? And he said, I called you a cum guzzling cunt. And I just turned around and I was like, what the fuck? And that was like how, my how first week on the job. Oh, like 12. You know, you know, it's funny is you get older and you forget. You forget what it was like mm-hmm. to be 12. You forget that in fifth grade, you knew you knew all the ever you knew all that stuff. I, I definitely had mm-hmm. come guzzling cunt in me at 10. I could see myself of call, calling somebody that. Yeah, I just thought that was wild, though, because, like, you know, I've I heard a lot of insults, but that just seemed like a very direct one. I was like, wow, he really thought about that one, or he heard it somewhere and kind of laid it out on me. Kids uh, are crazy, um, man. Yeah. I've, this is, maybe they this is are. A, They're nuts. Maybe this is I've, – I've been meaning to bring this up on the podcast. This I um, Maybe I have before, but I was in Manchester on my, on my tour, and um, I uh, – I, 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 was like, ah, fuck. I was talking to this kid. This kid, like, found out that I was, like, popular on the internet and was American, so he, like, started asking me a bunch of questions. And this kid, he was, like, nine years old. And he said to me, he's like, do you know who Andrew Tate is? And I was like, oh, Christ. Fucking, do you know who Andrew Tate is? And he was like, (laughs) and he was like, yeah, man, Andrew Tate is top G. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, do you, do you, do you, he asked me if I listened to Joe Rogan. And I was like, do, do you? And he was like, yeah, I like the one with Elon Musk. I swear this kid's nine years old, dude. It's like, God. these kids, these kids know, the kid, these kids know way more than we think they do. I, 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 I really, I hate children a lot. I do, but, um, I was, I was fascinated talking to this kid because it really like opened my eyes to like how much shit kids, no, especially like being on the internet. Uh, I mean, it's these nine nine year olds are on TikTok as much as you and I are. They know, actually, they're they're on it more. They're more keyed in mm-hmm. to the idea of somebody being a cub guzzling cunt than you or I. <laughs> I guess so, but like, I, I didn't even know like you could be so angry at something. Well, I guess never mind. Being in a group home, I'd be pretty upset too. So, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. While well, I was working there too, the, my car got stolen. Actually, uh, I just got it. It was like I probably had it for like a month, right? And was one of the kids that was in the home was known for uh, for stealing cars. Like he, that was his thing, right? So this kid, like he, he's very smart and he's like very manipulative. So they were like, hey, be on like your shit with him. Like make sure that you're paying attention to what you're doing, keeping your keys locked up and stuff like that. And uh, just like, just be aware. So like, I'm I'm like not dumb, but I do dumb things sometimes, you know. Like if the mind just slips, and you're like, okay. Uh, so I'm on my way out for the day, uh, for the night, and my person's coming in to relieve me or whatever. And me and this kid were talking uh, out in the living room just about his life, you know, and like kind of what he's going through. And and it was a really sad story. I mean, like, I hope he's doing all right, minus like the fact he took my card. But um, he. Uh, he was just kind of like 
just chilling and then he uh came back and he tried to follow us he tried to follow me into like the office where all of our stuff is like on all the medication and things like that i'm like no no you can't go in there and stuff like that whatever blah 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 so he like acts like he turns around and back up and as soon as i go to like take open the door with my keys that are like strapped onto my side he grabs my keys and rips them off of the lanyard that i had on because like i said i was on my way out i was like you know i was trying to leave rips the keys out of my freaking like lanyard runs downstairs grabs some stuff from his room and then he comes out with a fucking gun while <laughs> he comes out with a gun and is aiming it at me and was like if you don't get the fuck out of the way like i, I don't want to kill you but i will He's like, I need your car, and I'm I'm getting the fuck out of here. And I was like, no oh, shit. And like in that moment, I'm not about to be a hero. Like I'm like, yo, take the fuck car, man. <laughs> like it's all yours. Uh, so he darts past me, uh, gets to the car, ends up taking off, and then all I hear in the background is him just hitting things, like boom, boom, like fucking just. And I knew my car was was done at that point. I was like, yep, they find it, it's gonna be destroyed. So it took him a week to find it. Then it up picking it up on the side of the road and it was just it was just tatters like everything was broken that could be broken there was like there was whole handles of like just uh like random alcohol just all in the car and it just smelled and reeked in there there's a few like joints that were still in there i took one of them i'm not gonna lie uh <laughs> they were just kind of like scattered around like roaches and stuff like that too and i was just like well, what the fuck it was like only like a week but shit was wild uh, yeah, I don't, I don't work there either anymore. So, <laughs> I completely but. take back what I said about how if you clean up a lot of piss and shit and puke at seventeen, that life gets better. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it does. It's just the, the situation sucked, and like it really taught me a lot about just kind of like those kids go through a lot. You know, like they spent their whole entire life just being like told they're you know like they're part of the system you know they're like they, they suck or like their parents left them or can't handle them you know so at a certain point it's like if you were that upset like you know when life is that bad for you at that young of an age like you just don't know how to react to those things you just you're like I, the first thing you want to do is either just fight everyone or just get out of there you know like i don't want to be there I, I didn't even want to be there working there i could only imagine how they felt Dude, yeah, how old but, how old was uh, this kid? Uh, that one was fourteen. Fourteen, man. And I assume <laughs> did he? Yeah, I assume he had to go to juvie from there. Yeah, uh, I still get letters every once in a while updating me where he's moving around to. From my understanding, he got upgraded to the adult penitentiary, and yeah. he's now I think serving a few more years for uh, beating up someone that he was with in the cell or whatever. I don't know. Wait, you? Why do you? Why do you get updates? Is it like for your safety? Since you like a fucking pointed a gun. It's at like him? a. Oh, I kind of. Well, yeah, it was mainly just like a like a victim advocate kind of program that we have in the state that I live here. So like, it gives you updates if you want them to kind of know what's going on. And like, yeah, the kid was like kind of sucks, but like I would hope that his life got better. And I kept getting these updates that they weren't. I was like, God damn, like you know, it just kind of sucks. So. That's you know. But yeah, they, they, they do. I got. I want to say it's it's my Ray. It's nice of you that um, clearly these uh, uh, victim advocate things are being sent to you so that you are like. Oh, <laughs> I think they're being sent to you for the opposite reason that you're using them for. You know, because I oh, most yeah, people definitely. most people 100%. would want to receive that to be like, okay, good, fuck this guy. He's 
in prison or let me make sure to stay away from there. But you're actually using them to check in on this guy. Yeah, and like, well, I mean, you just don't, like, we're all human. Like, shit happens. And like I said, he was a kid. He made him a stupid mistake. And it just sucks that, especially in that kind of system and that kind of, like, community, like, they just get stuck in it. Like, there's there's no real way out sometimes for them. Like, it has to, it takes a lot of perseverance and a lot of inner strength to just get yourself out of such a terrible, terrible place and terrible situations. And then the people that, work there you know like the turnover's high so like you you don't you all these people taking care of you are just strangers like in and out of your life you know right it's a bummer i mean that kid's i mean easy to assume that that kid had a shitty home life his mom and dad were probably Mm -hmm. shitty to him and so he goes out and be shitty and then he's in fucking uh, prison and people are shitty to him in there so he's got to be shitty in response and it's just like it's just like, yeah, how the how the how the fuck do you get out? It's like you gotta. Yeah, I mean, it's not... it's it's like uh, even. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know how. It, I mean, even the even when you know someone like you shows up and you're there for five seconds, but you show them a little bit of empathy, like you're doing the best that you can, and still it's not enough. He he, you know, steals your car and fucks it up. But yeah, it's a shame, man. Yeah. No, I mean, like. Well, we all go through it, and that kid just had it a lot worse than I have, I guarantee, in a lot of other ways. So, I mean, uh, was like I still wish the best for him. I hope he's he's good out there. You know, kind of it sucks to to grow up in that kind of situation. It really, really does, and kind of uh, I feel for him. But it's almost yeah. like um, that. What was that? What was this place? Uh, it was like a. It was essentially. It was essentially a group home. Like they, they call it like a, uh, like a, uh, yeah, it's just a group home. That's the easiest way. To it sounds it. <laughs> like it was a Chuck E. Cheese, but with no pizza and no games. Oh yeah, no pizza, no games. Kids still screaming, and I'm still cleaning up vomit and shit. So and like, I feel like nothing really changed between the two jobs. <laughs> what do you do now? But yeah, oh, I'm a mechanic. I work in cars. Oh, that's a total 180 from anything else. Oh. Oh yeah, no, hundred ten percent. Like I do have a good passion for it, and I want to eventually like get a good savings up, like to to go back to school and like working kids in that same kind of like field and stuff like that. Uh, to to really kind of try to be like you know, hey, like you're in a shitty situation, but be like paid to be consistently there for them, you know, like and 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 be in a good financial situation, have the education to deal with the problems that they have, and and help them, you know, instead of just like what they've been given, like in the specific place that I worked is just a simple turn and burn, you know, like, like, oh, you're a goodwilled person and you're not going to like touch kids or be weird. So you're like, you're in, you know, I want it to like mean something so that they know like, hey, someone actually like cares, you know, and they want me to be better and stuff like that. What, uh, what's your ultimate goal in life, Ray? What do you hope to achieve with the remaining time you have left on the earth? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I guess just be happy. Like, you know, I'm already kind of happy, so it's like pretty much did it. But just want to enjoy kind of life and everything it comes with, you know. Like, I love I love going to see live music. I'm super into, like, going to festivals and stuff like that. So when I saw you at Electric Forest, I was super bummed because I wasn't there this year. Uh, but I'm definitely going next year. 
Oh yeah, it, it's it, those festivals are so fun. So like uh, doing stuff like that, you know, living in the moment, going on random one-off vacations if I can afford it. Like you know, just live live life, have fun, and just see what it all has to offer. Yeah, Electric Forest was a, yeah. was a ton of fun. Ho- hopefully, I'll be back next year when when you're there. Um, I mean, that was it was. I think that was the most amount of people that has ever. That was like a thousand people in the crowd for both shows. Oh yeah, pretty fucking insane. Oh, yes, is crazy. It's one of the biggest festivals in the country, and it's like one of the prettiest. And honestly, like it's, it's got it's just got good vibes. So, like, I'm super stoked that you were there because, like, I think you deserve all the internet clout to have people make penises and chat. You know, like you're awesome, Thanks, and I man. love Thanks, what you man. do. So, uh, can't um, you know, yeah. On my on the last, I I did two shows there, and then after the second one, it was like, all right, I have nothing else to do. I'm going to see if one of these people that are coming up to say hi to me after my show, I know one of them will give me some mushrooms. And so this guy, I would be like, surprised. I would be surprised if no one didn't, to be honest. Yeah, I, was <laughs> like, I was like, I think this will be an easy find. And so this guy, gives me like, he's like, he's like two is mellow three. You'll really feel it. And I was like, I'll do three. So I ate three of the gummies and the whole time, I had I was a fucked up. It was like a, a the whole time I was like, man, I wish I took more. Instead of like, it was an interesting moment for me because I was like, I should just be enjoying where I'm at, right? But instead, I was like, man, mm-hmm. I wish I took more of these yeah. mushrooms. Um, but I had a good <laughs> yeah, time. Well, I, I know I had a good, I had a great time. Uh, wand- wandering. For those of you who don't know about Electric Forest, it's like this big crazy music festival that it's also like a. Um, Let's see. I've been to I've been there, Coachella, Bonnaroo, and EDC, and I I Electric Forest I think has the had the greatest variety and spectacle of shit of all those things. I mean, it was such a cool scene. You're like, it's like an all night rave in the middle of the woods, but there's not just music. There's like all these different things that you can encounter in the forest. Like I saw. Uh, they have a library in the middle of the forest and there was this it was three o'clock in the morning and there is a lady on a stage who is reading a children's book to all these adults who are a hundred percent of them are just gone on drugs and she's reading it to them like she was like she's reading to kindergartners and she's like doing the voices of all the characters and like tar- turning the book around to show them the pictures and stuff it was awesome um no, i saw it's, a guy it's, it's cool they have so much art too they do i saw this guy um then there's this other station in the middle of the woods there was a guy was like jacking off a puppet he was like rubbing the clitoris <laughs> of a puppet and then the puppet squirted into a cup, and then someone he had someone in the audience drink the puppet cum. It was awesome. Uh, if you have the chance, you, you need to go to Electric Forest. And 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 if I wonder you what he used for the, for the puppet cum. Uh, it was probably. Oh, I mean, it was it was puppet cum. Kind of makes me like, cause you know it's gotta be like. No, I don't want to think about that. Actually, that would be a lot. Also, shout out, shout out to uh, the homie who gave yeah. me those three mushroom gummies. You're a hero. All right, Ray. Anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? 
Um, I've introduced so many people to this show. Uh, I'm sure they've already recognized my laugh. So if you're out there and you're watching this, because I forced you to watch it to be like, hey, look, I, I did things on those layers. Uh, hi, love you guys. Um, and everyone in chat, you guys are awesome. Just uh, be nice to each other, love each other, and forget. And then remember that people just say stupid shit sometimes, like, you know, but uh, don't let it ruin your night and stuff. And Lyle, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your tour. Uh, I'm so sad I missed it, um, but I'm definitely going to be there next year in Denver, and I'll have uh, quite a few friends with me, too. So. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm, Denver's one of my favorite uh, places to do it, so I'm excited to see you there. Um, he went from cleaning up piss to cleaning up motor oil. He is Ray, <laughs> and I hope you have a good night. You too, Lyle. I hope you keep streaming. I'll, I'll stay on, and you have a good rest of your night, too, bud. Take care, man. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low sugar sodas, and low sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello. Hello. What's up? Oh, damn. Yo, what's up, Lyle? Oh, damn. I did not think I'd get through. How's it going, baby? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm hanging in there. Dude, I'm, I'm a lizard weird guy on the thing. What's up? What's going on? Yeah, man. Hey, uh, I'm just, like, filling nitrous balloons, doing nitrous, living life, like, hanging out, you know? I hear the sound of a nitrous balloon filling up in the in your room. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, hold on. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Can you take? So I know this might be difficult because you're really busy, but can you take me off with a speakerphone? 
Is that better? Much better. Uh, how many nitrous balloons Word are up. in today? <laughs> uh, a lot. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a 20-pound tank. It's not empty yet, so... 20-pound <laughs> tank. That is absolutely enough nitrous to swell your brain into a irreversible yeah, state. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you got to breathe in between balloons, you know? <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you found a way to do this healthily. Yeah, of course. You know, drug usage, of course, the only way to do it is healthily, you know? How long have you been doing nitrous for? Oh, man. Today, a few hours. Lifetime, uh, I started my first time when I was 17. I'm 30 now. So, What's seven times yeah. eight? Seven times eight. Seven times eight is, let's see, eight times eight, 64 minus seven would be 56. Am I right? Damn, that's pretty good, actually. Um, Thank you. My ADHD brain rounds up and then just subtracts down. It's a pretty cool, weird little trick, actually. Uh, have you noticed any cognitive impair after doing all these fucking nitrous balloons? Um, given the moment, of course, uh, following days, depending on how much I do, I will say it affects more so like, uh, your, your liver. Uh, it, it's weird, man. Like your, uh, your ability to eat shit. If you don't keep up on your vitamin B gets shot. So you got to make sure you eat like beans or like red meat or like take one a days or something. It's, 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 it's a weird thing to be cognitively functioning of but yeah vitamin b when you do nitrous goes way down so you got to make sure you do that vitamin b12 extremely necessary for cellular function you know i will say you put a lot more thought into inhaling this entire tank of nitrous oxide than i thought you did yeah i mean like i said i've been doing it for a while my nickname is uh the wood cook uh, I, I, you know, I, I try to take care of people. Like, uh, my, my big rule is like, uh, you know, if you're going to treat yourself like shit, you got to make sure you take care of yourself. What do you care about? What's, what's your name? Nick? Is your name Nick? Oh man. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do I care about? Damn. That's a loaded ass question, man. Yeah. What do you care about? I assume <laughs> you care about things that aren't besides just getting stupid high. Hi. Yeah, no, I care about a lot. Um, this is more of like a distraction. I genuinely, my, my like bottom line, my bottom line is I just want people to be like happy, you know, free, healthy, you know, eat food, have a shelter, clothes, learn some stuff. Do you have hobbies? What do you do with your life? Oh, for sure. So I cook, uh, like I said, the wood cook, um, I like going to music often, if that wasn't a given. Uh, being outside in general is a very healthy activity. So in general, I'll try to be outside as much as I can. But a majority of my life is in the kitchen. So a lot of my, my life revolves around, you know, uh, eating and drinking, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
Do you have a job? What do you do for work? Yeah, so currently I run a sandwich shop. Uh, I've been sous Dude, chef, you are, kitchen you are manager. Beginning, like... you, I just want you to know, you are beginning every single sentence with a yawn. No, no, no yawn, no yawn, no, no. You're set like you like Does it every. Sound like I'm yawning. Like, yeah, every the beginning of every sentence you say sounds like you're waking up from a nap. Yeah, yeah, because I'm inhaling nitrous, so my voice is definitely skewed a little bit. <laughs> uh, your job? My job. I'm a cook. Well, lion cook. What cook? You're a lion cook. What do you? I mean, you don't have to dox yourself, but like, I mean, are you are you are you lion cook at a chain? Or yeah, no, like a, what, no, no. The... I'm an independent. Uh, oh, okay. Up in the, uh, I'll say the the northeast of uh, of America. What do you cook? What's your what are your what are your best dishes? Uh, I mean, personally, if I had an option to, my favorite thing to cook is barbecue. I love smoking meats. Uh, but you know, in general, fried fried chicken, <laughs> my favorite. Are you I'm a big uh, Southern American? Go ahead. Do you, do you get? Are you high usually when you're cooking? Uh, on marijuana, yeah, every day, all day, for sure. Um, sometimes I drink, uh, you know, here and there. I, you know, when I was younger, I used to party a lot more. I've had my indulgences to the point of uh, recognition. So now it's more or less on myself to live a lifestyle while maintaining myself i have to say i have to say nick if you're inhaling a 20 pound uh canister of nitrous oxide while saying that you used to party pretty hard i am very curious what you used to <laughs> what used to partying used to look like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot more nitrous <laughs> My buddy, uh, I will. I don't do. I, I don't really. So I, I'll do. Let me, let me put it this way. Um, when I was younger, uh, I practiced it, then I didn't, and now I'm kind of back to it. The three P's, with the exception of the fourth: pills, powders, and pharmaceuticals, and then pressies. Those are the ones you want to be careful of. What's a pressy? Like a roll, like ecstasy. Oh, okay. And now, how many peas are you on these mm -hmm. days? Uh, I mean, I'll eat, like, molly, but I don't really do pills, powders, or pharmaceuticals. I might do, like, ketamine and cocaine, but I don't buy it. <laughs> okay. So, all right, so yeah. you work as a line cook, you're making fried chicken, you're making barbecue. I have to assume that you're pretty, you make some pretty good food. I like to assume so, and I think, you know, from the feedback that I've gotten, people have told me that I do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude, on this phone call right now, you've, I mean, you've taken one hit of nitrous oxide per cent said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much your, every, like, it's like every, every, every breath, pretty much, yeah, yeah. What are your relationships like? Do you have family? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have what's, what's oh, going uh, on? Yeah, no. Right now, no girlfriend. No, I got a pretty healthy relationship with my parents. Uh, my nephew is actually up right now. I'm gonna go see him tomorrow. 
or on Friday. We're going to go to the art museum. Uh, it's free on uh, Fridays where I live, which is like kind of a giveaway where I live. If, uh, but regardless, yeah. I don't, he's coming I don't up know if it's as much too. of a giveaway. I don't know if the art museum is free on Fridays is as much of a giveaway of where you live as you think it is. Hey, Wait, man, there's to... only so many museums and there's only so many free museums on Friday. I mean. Do you live in Philadelphia? I don't live in Philadelphia. No, that's okay, a good guess, as, though. It is in the Northeast. I did say that. So, yeah. Now, now we're an hour and a down, so you're not helping me out, Gecko. <laughs> All right. So you have a good relationship with your nephew. Uh, what, when was the last? When was your last relationship? Um, shit, man. Official years ago. Unofficially, uh, there are definitely some people who would be upset hearing this, but uh, unofficially, there's, there's been a few here and there. They definitely mean a lot to me, but it was more or less me finding myself over the years. Um, again, I know like, you're doing. I, I very, like, I know, I've always I been you, very. I know, you're doing, like, uh... I know you're doing very important things right now, but you can you keep the phone to your face? I couldn't hear anything you were saying. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah. I was saying, uh, you know, over the years I've had relationships in and out, but I will say that they've faltered because of my own cognitive choices, like uh, being vocal about. Setting boundaries, boundaries not being met, me leaving, or me not meeting the boundaries of said person. You know, man, we're all just working on ourselves. Um, so, Nick, do you desire to do you have, do you have friends? What are your friends doing? Sure, my friends are listening right now. I actually texted him and said I was in queue, so shout out my homies if they're still listening <laughs> do you what, what do you hope for the future nick what do you what do you want out of life man that's that's a question right there i like i said man i just want everyone to be like happy healthy fed like you know place to live clothes on the back learn a little bit that's like my bottom line you know um i know it's a lot to ask it's a very <laughs> obscure and jaded thing i guess to be like i wish world peace but you know <laughs> why i've never heard somebody say it was jaded to wish for world peace of course it is man look at me sitting over here sucking down nitrous being like can't we all just get along <laughs> do you think uh do you think vladimir putin would be more chill if he was was high on nitrous a lot every day uh, i think i think he'd be more loopy because I've seen people not so fucking chill on nitrous. I don't, you know, it can go one way or the other. Schizophrenic people shouldn't be doing nitrous. Is that dude grounded? I don't know. It doesn't seem it. Should he do nitrous? Maybe. Should he do mushrooms? Probably. Um, I've, I, only, I did nitrous oxide once five years ago. And uh, I've never done heroin, <laughs> but it felt like what I think heroin feels like. It's uh, so I've I've never done crack, but I'm told it's more like crack, like the woo 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 woo, like uplifting sounds and stuff like that. I've been told. Would you, would you much consider yourself? Like crack. Would you consider yourself addicted to whippets? No. No, because I could because addiction 
in the general term, you know, if you're talking in the physical sense, no. Psychologically, still no. You know, you can't physically get addicted to whippets. However, I'm psychologically not addicted to them either. Was I when I was younger? That's a different question. Am I now? Mm, no. Are you going to do whippets again tomorrow? Actually, yeah, because so the reason why I have this tank is because there's a band playing in town tomorrow. So I'm not going to do all this tonight. It's for like after the show tomorrow. So when we're all like, you know, on mushrooms and acid and molly and stuff, we can do this while we're hanging out, smoking weed, you know, chilling. It's like an after party thing. Are you going to do them the day after that? I'm just. Uh, I mean, I doubt it because it will most likely be gone. And then I'm not going to like go fill the tank up again. Anytime soon. Okay. Are you happy and satisfied no. with No, life? no, I mean, especially with, like, what was that? I'm sorry, go ahead. Are you happy and satisfied with life? Yeah, yeah. I got it. I think that's, like, a very weighted conversation. Like, you know, it, it, each day is what it is. You take it as it comes. I think I'm a happy person. I like the relationships I'm with. I like the job that I have. I have future in my mind. I'm not... Uh, I don't think I'm a terrible person. You know, that's everybody else's perspective, I suppose. But, you know, I like to think that I'm a good person. What else can you say? Well, goddamn, you sold me on nitrous oxide. I'm in. You know, it's not for everybody. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's fun. Like I said, man, you know, it's like you just got to be smart when you're being stupid. Nick, do you feel as though you got what you desired out of this conversation? I got, I definitely got it. That's for sure, man. Like, uh, okay, cool. I, I didn't, I didn't go in with any intention. Uh, there was no like extrapolation necessary. So everything I got out of this was exactly what I wanted. So I appreciate the time. You know, I genuinely didn't even think I'd get this far. So that's kind of cool. Is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Uh, people of the computer, just be kind to each other. And enough of the internet trolling. It's just old hat. Just learn to love yourself and love each other. My God. Have a good night, Nick. You too, Lyle. Thank you, brother. Well, we did it. We created the best advertisement for Whippets on the internet. Sounds like it is the solution to all of life's problems. Thank you, Nick. No, Whippets are terrible for you. Definitely don't do Whippets. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. FunLove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that. Penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. 
Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics, such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the cream tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com gecko50 for 50% off. Call from... Carlos. Carlos. Hello. How you doing? Am I on? You're on. Oh my goodness. What an honor. What an honor. What's up, man? Well, How are you? It's a fucking... Uh, Carlos, I say this in full sincerity. It's an honor to talk to you. Um, I'm grinning from ear to ear. Is that am I saying it right? You're grinning from ear to ear. Well, you're being preemptive because this you I don't I don't I don't know how this phone call is going to go. You might it might you might ring you might hang up being like ah that actually was not fun. No 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 it, it's it's cool it's cool it's cool. I'm just like really excited. Am I? Uh, I don't know. I'm just overwhelmed. You know. What do you, what's what's overwhelming you at this moment? Well, I remember seeing your show randomly on mm-hmm. on Twitch. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, this is pretty cool." Thanks. And man. then I was just watching your comments and people. I don't know. You, I feel like you have this aura where you make people super comfortable, and and I'm pretty sure this has been said before, but. Because you're in a costume, you make people knock down this wall. So they're like very not, they don't have a bias, I guess. Hmm. Well, I, I appreciate that. I hope I do. I hope um, that 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 uh, I have some kind of calming something. Um What's going? Is there a reason you called, Carlos? It's okay if there's not. Uh, I guess I've always just tried to uh, call you and see if I could uh, ever go through. Yeah. But um, hey, man, I just had a baby. You just had a child. Yes, man. Wow. Um. That sounds. That sounds awful. How's it going? <laughs> well. It is that as well, but for the most part, I feel like the good part overshadows it. Like, for anyone who's ever afraid of having one, like, the reason why they don't have one, it's like, it's very much there. It never goes away. You're still scared of it. That's the thing about having a kid is that you you can't really... 
I mean, you you can have a you can't reverse the decision. You can't put the baby back up inside of the vagina. It's here. To right, stay. right. You wish you could shove it back in, but you know you just you just can't anymore. You can't. Um, it's there's, there's no return at the at the hospital per se. You can't kill the baby. You can theoretically kill the baby, but you sh- you. It is agreed upon by most <laughs> philosophers that that is unethical. Yeah, and I'll well, yeah. you know stand by that as well. So once you have a kid, you just have one, and you well you can leave. A lot of people leave sometimes. Um, no, I, I mean, think that, you know I talked to somebody on the podcast. Uh, however long ago, and she was like wondering if she was a good mom. And yeah. um, I don't know. I had really good parents, so I'm not. I don't have a good like. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in this hypothesis, but I kind of feel like just not le- not leaving when you like could totally just leave is. That's got to be like at least seventy percent of being a good parent is like you. No, leave. yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely you agree. were there. So- Definitely. I think that you definitely have to be there because, like, uh, I didn't grow up with my father, right? So whenever I do talk to someone who had shitty parents, I'm like, well, at least you know your father. Right. You know, because, and they're like, oh, well, you know, you don't know how it feels like because I do have my father, but he's a piece of shit. So, like, I'm, like, constantly, you know, going through it. And then, and then I'm like, well, I never had one to begin with. So... I don't know. I guess it's almost like that half half full, half empty. Yeah. Like, which way do you want to see it? Would you Would you rather have had a piece of shit father than no father? Uh, I prefer no father. Yeah, I've thought about this. I think that my curiosity will always be the fact that I never completely knew him. I knew where to find him, but under certain like circumstances. Um, I just couldn't see him, mm-hmm. but now, you know, I've been very, um, very busy with my own life. And once I became independent, uh, basically, you know, uh, handling everything on my own, it, I just wasn't as curious as, as before. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think that to be a good parent, not only do you have to be present, but you also have to be kind of like, you know, curious about 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 the kid, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like you can't just be like, all right, I'm here. I mean, usually you can do any, you can do whatever. You can kill the baby. I was saying you can do whatever, but you can't. You shouldn't. Um, yeah. Well, hey. Yeah, you, really I guess you shouldn't you just like. Parents, yeah, you shouldn't just you know lean on the fact that being there is is good enough, right? You got to also be curious and do all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever plan on having kids? Having little lizards going around? Oh, man. I mean, I'm so, so far removed from any life that looks like me having kids right now. I mean, I'm still, I'm a young guy still. I'm only 25. Um, so, yeah, that is pretty young. So I, you know, I don't know who knows about the future, but I'm having, I have a, bro, I have a hard time taking care of myself. Like, I don't do laundry. Um, I just wear shit out of the hamper all the time. Um, I go to sleep without brushing my teeth a lot. Uh, I don't cook anything. Um, I mean, I'm, I can't, 
I'm not doing good, just me. And so adding a little guy, adding a little person to do all that stuff for is, that'd be too much. Right. Well, I think that you'll do just fine, bro. Like, seriously. And this well, comes from the bottom, from, from a stranger's bottom heart. Because, I mean, um, I think that we're all, we're all smart. Right. And if you're interested in anything or like you seem pretty responsible with with your show, let's say. Right. Sometimes I think that um, I, I think that you'll at, at least like give give it your all. I don't know. You, you just I, I don't see your, you being like uh, any sort of you know, shortcoming of anything. But anyway, I bro. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm pretty sure. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, you know, sometimes my show drives me crazy, and I'm like, I should abandon this and go to, um, you know, fucking uh, Vietnam. But I, I'm not, I don't have any plans to do that anytime soon. But I think about it as a legitimate option. Whereas, like, if I had a kid, again, you know, if I had a kid, I don't want to be like, I should just abandon this kid and go to, go to Laos. You know, I want. Right, right, right. I mean, again, again, I can do that, but, you know. It's a whole different thing. Do you have a way out out of your show? Like, have you revealed your identity at all? Like, if you wanted to leave your show, like, no one would definitely recognize you. You can, like, def- you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how? Oh uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I would just stop posting stuff. Right, um, but you haven't like put out your like your real name out there. Like, your I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, people. Look, people like. I mean, yeah, people know my real name and how I look, but I don't think people like. Like, like, no, I don't get recognized in the streets as myself ever. I think you're pretty famous. Like, I saw you, like, uh, two years ago, right? Like, when the pandemic mm-hmm. started, I'm like, bro, oh, this is this is therapy for real. So that I feel like I'm feel, talking to a celebrity. I, I that makes me think. feel sick that you think that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Makes me feel, it makes me feel sick, though. Because Why do you I think I'm I so stoked, bro? Well, I appreciate your stokeness, but um, I, I feel like you and I are talking in the way that we would talk if we just met at, at like a fucking um you know a bar or something like yeah man first round the, first round would be on me bro well thanks man but uh, i don't i think the idea of like being famous and people having like an idea of who i am as a person is it's bizarre but uh i'm trying to just be a guy you know and i feel like we're talking the way that we would talk if we just met on the street Maybe not the street. Maybe the street we wouldn't talk to each other about, you know, whether or not. I, I don't think. I don't think we would be like walking past each other on a sidewalk, and I'd be like, "Hey, excuse me, um, what's your name? And are you planning on having a family anytime soon?" I don't think we would talk to each other like that. But um, right, right, right. You know, I think I'd be carrying too- my. I think I'd be crying my. I'd be having my my crying baby on my on my arms. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah, and I I have a baby now, so if you ever have any questions, you know, let me know, man. Especially the hard ones. I feel like people I feel like people don't talk about the, the the hard questions. You know what I mean? Like, does it suck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every everyone's like, oh, having a baby is you know a blessing, blessing, or like, oh, was this baby planned or whatnot? And like, most babies, I think like, most parents I've I've talked to, you know, admit that they're not, but like, they're not going to like tell you the truth or like how, how can i explain this it's like it, it's definitely like more life is definitely more real and people are admitting 
things to us, like uh, people that we call adults as when we were little, like they're being more truthful than ever. Like they're not white lying to us or to me anyway anymore. So it's like this in, kind of like veil. And what in what way do you feel like they're being more truthful? Like for instance, like their flaws. Because um, did you ever think that your parents could do no wrong at one point? And it kind of like. Like now they're they're like yeah you know I was scared when I had you or like yeah, yeah. you know kind of like yeah kind of kind of stuff yeah, for like sure. that for like sure. they're starting to treat me like a more of an adult mm-hmm. yeah for sure uh, I like having this conversation with my parents where I, I there's um I like I like trying to hear about their vulnerabilities um, mm-hmm. I'm going I'm 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 going back home uh, soon. And I'm think I'm thinking about recording a podcast with my parents, not like not for the public, uh, right, 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 like, on, like for this, but just for me. Um, is it going to be like a, a voice? Lives. Was it going to be like? Is it going to be like a voice podcast, or was is it? Gonna yeah, be I like thought about like. And... I think I'll just like I'm bring I'm gonna just uh, throw a microphone in a backpack and go back home and, uh, like I just ask them about their lives and stuff and record it and. Show it to my sister and no one else. Would you be willing to ask them hard questions about like, um, you know, every family goes through, um, you know, hardships or, you know, um, or I've fight. thought about, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've thought about, I've thought about that. Yeah, I've thought about that. Difficult I feel like conversations, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I, um, I've thought about how, because uh, yeah, every, my family, every family has like history of things that are maybe tough. And I've thought about how I want to talk about that in this podcast if I talk about it. But I mainly want to ask the types of things that, you know, I talk to you know strangers about on this podcast, but like with my family, like, um, how did you feel when you first had me? How did you feel when you first had my sister? What, what do you, what, where'd you grow up? What did like, you know, just general stuff. I realized I've never talked to them about, you know, because, because it would be weird to do over a regular dinner, you know? Like, if I'm at right, dinner right, with my right, mom right. and I'm like, how did you feel when you had me? I feel like I'd be putting myself out there with that question. But if I'm like, hey, let's sit down and, like, record something for the purpose of talking about this. I think it's an interesting idea. So we'll see how it goes. You know what I think would be um, uh, thought-provoking? or Tell me, Carlos! I think that it would be something like, how did you deal when – do your parents have siblings? They do, yeah. How did how you know? How did your parents feel when they felt like their siblings were meddling or not respecting boundaries within their personal or marital marital <laughs> life? You know what I mean, like like those types of conversations. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know how much my parent. That's the thing is, I don't. I don't know how much my mom or my dad would like be cool. I mean, I would tell them. Mom. I'd be like, I'd be like, this is for the for the private. But I don't know how much they would be cool with talking about that on. Uh, like recording it, but it's you know, I, I guess question. I guess my my goal is not to spur, uh, stir the pot within that conversation, but it's just like trying to see if, you know what 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 advice can they pass to you and then you to your viewers. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's worth uh, while sometimes sure. um, just spreading not only positivity but productivity. You feel me? Like, um, yeah. I I just think it would be worthwhile every once in a while. <sighs> Carlos.
Carlos, Carlos, Carlos. Well, Carlos, yeah, thanks yeah. for talking to me about this. Good luck. You seem like a good guy. Oh. I think your child uh, is everything okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, man. Hey, um, you know what? I'm I'm super honored that I was uh, on here. I can't wait to. Can I see? Thanks, man. Can I can I replay this? Uh, maybe. I've been deleting vods lately. I'm mm. going to keep doing that. But um, all good, bro. Hey, the real. Eventually, this will oh. this will be in in uh, some podcast at some point. Cool, cool. What do you call your fandom, your fan base, um, like your community? Uh, folks, people. Hey, shout viewers. out to your folks and people on this on on this uh twitch channel man they're, they're the best absolutely absolutely well thank you for calling carlos it's good to talk to you and um god bless you for eight for eight years no more thank you sir thank you sir same Take to you man. same to you you too bye man i'm uh I'm, I'm very glad i don't have a child that would be a lot um I can. I've said this on this show about eight thousand times, but I feel like I can barely take care of myself. So to add a little person in the mix would be insane. But who knows? Life's long. We'll see. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you. And you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash gecko.